Whew, good morning, everybody. How are you today? Today, Bezrat Hashem, we'll start on Daf Kuf Dalid, Amad Aleph, in Maseches Psachim, three lines down, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Okay, yesterday was a discussion about Havdalah. All right, today you want Musr? Fine. I got it. All right. We're going to get the Musr in today. Goranowitz has already made his presence felt, Baruch Hashem. We're going to talk about Havdalah. You have to be Mavdil Ben Kodesh Lachol. Now, the, the Goranowitz Musr moment is going to come in early because we know that it's very important in life to make certain distinctions. The Torah makes many mentions of the different things that we have to distinguish between Kodesh and Chol. That, in fact, is the Musr moment because you have to, what? You have to know the difference between wrong and right, Goranowitz. And you have to always be mindful of the contrast between the two. It is something that we mention that is the theme of Havdalah. Now, how many of those distinctions do you want to mention in Havdalah? So we already said that uh, maybe you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't, you should either make three, we said, maybe you should make seven, certainly no more than seven examples when you make the bracha. Now today we're going to talk about the structure of the bracha a lot more. Okay, so the third line on Kuftal Adam Aleph, it starts like this. That in the name of Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda said the following, that when you make Havdalah, okay, the theme, right? So whenever you have a bracha, and we're going to talk about the structure of brachas, right? There's something called the brachas mitzvah that you just, that's very tachlis oriented. You know what I mean? Like the kind, like the kind of uh, shidduch dating that you do when you get engaged at the end of the first date. It's very, very tachlis oriented. So you, you say al natilas lulav, bang! You do the mitzvah, and you do the lulav. It's very, it's very obvious what you're doing. Birchas, that's musar also. also exactly. Birchas hanenin. It's very clear. You're holding the apple. Bari priya eats. Boom! You got the apple. Okay. So you got the bracha, and then you have the, and then you have the action. And you, and it's very clear how one relates to the other. However, there's other sorts of brachos, brachos shevach v'hodah, longer brachos, where the bracha itself is, so to speak, the action. And those have a different structure. Those typically have the beginning, right? The pasicha, we'll call it, brachat Hashem elkein right? And then it has, so with havdalah. So, so when we say our Havdalah, usually on a Motzei Shabbos, right? So, so we say Bore Meoria Eish, usually, right? And then we say, I mean, we, we start with Havdalah, right? So we have over here, uh, the, the regular Havdalah, and then we're gonna have the special Havdalah that we're gonna say this, uh, this year, right? That we're gonna say this year at the Seder, the Yak Nahaz. Remember we discussed Yak Nahaz, Garanowitz? So we're gonna talk about Right, the Yak Nahaz. So when you say Havdalah, you usually say Brachat Hashem Elkein Rachalam Hamavdil Ben Kodesh Lachol, and then you say the aforementioned things that we said Ben Or Lachoshech, the distinctions that are mentioned in the Torah. But Yisrael La'amim, we're going to get into all of this. And so again, you start with Hamavdil Ben Kodesh Lachol, and then you say a certain amount of distinctions in between, and then at the end you say Brachat Hashem Hamavdil Ben Kodesh Lachol. So you start and you finish. You have a psicha, a baruchat Hashem, and you have the body of the bracha, and then you have the baruchat Hashem at the end. In fact, as we'll see, uh, that is the formula. That's the formula. So what was the machlokas over here, beginning on Kaftal and Aleph? Machlokas was Shmuel says that the body, hamavdi, the body of the havdalah, 
has to be me'en chasima samach lechasima. So, which means that whatever you're talking about in the actual bracha itself of havdala has to be reflected in the chasima of the bracha. So, for example, when you say a regular havdala, so you say amavdil min kodesh lechol. So that should be the topic of the body of the bracha. Okay, ufum pedisai amri me'en psichasan samach lechasima san. The they argued with Shmuel. They said that the, the uh, body of the Havdalah has to mimic and reflect that which is in the Psicha. So to that, the Gemara asks, my Beinayu, right? What would be the difference between Pudusai and Rav Shmuel when it comes to Havdalah? As we just read, it says, And then at the very end, you say, So you're saying the same thing in the beginning and in the end. So that's the question of the Gemara. The Gemara is saying, if it wouldn't matter whether you hold like Shmuel or the Pumba Disai, the, the Psicha and the Chasima are the same. So either way, there's no halachic nafkamina, as we say. It says the Gemara, yam This year, when we have, right, Yamtiv after Shabbos, right, Erev Yamtiv Shechalios Beshabbos, is going to be a Motzei Shabbos Pesach Seder. And when we make Havdalah at the Motzei Shabbos Pesach Seder, we have a different chasima because we don't say Amavdil Mikodesh Lechol at Havdalah at the Seder this year. Rather, says the Gemara, the chasminon Bein Kodesh Lekodesh. Right? So now I'm going, to, so, so now we're just going to read it inside, right? Inside, meaning not inside the Gemara. I'll read to you inside the Haggadah or the Siddur. We say Yak Nahaz, right? So we're going to say this year. When we get, this is just like a culmination of all the things we've been discussing. So Yak Nahaz, we're going to say Bar Piyar Gafen. That's Yain. And then we're going to say Kiddush. Shebrach Abani Mikolam. Ramani Mikolashan. I'm getting in the mood, right, Kavarnowitz? And then you're going to say Kiddush. And then you're going to say Ner, right? Then you're going to say Bar Piyar Eish. And then you're going to say Havdalah. And then you're going to say Shechayana. And the Havdalah sounds like this. That is, that is how we always say Havdalah. However, at the end, we're going to say Hamavdil ben Kodesh le Kodesh, right? Because, because it's Matzah Shabbos leading into Yantiv. So because of that, we have an insert. We have an insert in the Havdalah of Matzah Shabbos Seder this year. Where after we say, we say, then we say, so you might have thought, well, why do we have this insert? So the answer is, because of the sheet of Shemuel. We have this insert because we say, Ben Kedushas Shabbos, the Kedushas Yom Tavim Dalta. We're saying that of all the things that we distinguish between, we are Mavdil bin Kodesh le Kodesh. And the reason we have to put that in the body of the text of the Havdalah is because the Chasima of the Bracha is a Mavdil bin Kodesh le Kodesh. Right? Because the Psicha is still a Mavdil bin Kodesh le Chol. So if we held like the Pumbasai, we could say a regular Havdalah. But since, even though, in other words, we would say a regular Havdalah, and then we'd say, Amavdim Kodesh Lakodesh. But the body of the Havdalah would be the same because it would reflect the Psicha. However, because we hold like Shmuel that we reflect the Chasima, and the Chasima says, Amavdim Kodesh Lakodesh, because of that, we cannot just simply leave the body of the Havdalah the way it is, 
because the body of Abdullah is, is Ben Kodesh Lechol, Ben Or Lechoshech, and it doesn't make any mention of, of Abdullah Ben Kodesh Lechodesh. So since we want to adhere to the Sheet of Shmuel and to have the body of the Abdullah reflect what the Chasimah is, and since the Chasimah is Ben Kodesh Lechodesh, we have an insert of Ben Kedushas Shabbos, Lekedushas Yom Tov, Hivdalta. So now when you say Abdullah at the Seder, this year you'll understand what that insert is reflecting. It's the Rishita of Shmuel over here in Agamara. Unbelievable. Oh. oh, that's a very... Uh-huh. So, you know, it's a very interesting thing. We haven't learned Masechah Beitza yet, uh, but we did learn Masechah Shabbos. And so Masechah Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, we, we, meant, we made some mentions. Goranowitz is asking, well, you're telling me Ben Kedushas Shabbos, the Kedushas Yontav Hivdalta. Well, is there a difference? Did you, Be'emet Hivdalta? Did you make a difference between Kedushas? Certainly you did. You know, when you, when you, when you go from Shabbos to Yontav, Kalman points out, there's, for Yontav you can cook for Ochel Nefesh. It, what? Oh, Kalman, Kalman cheated. He looked at Tosfos. Oh, now you're cheating. Um, very good. In other words, Kalman is pointing out, um, you know, Goranowitz, you're not the first person to notice to ask that question. Um, Tosfos asks, Ben Kedusha Shabbos, Kedusha Shom Tavivdalta. Ve'es Yom Hashvi, right? So he says, Perish. Tosfos asks uh, Goranowitz's question, what does this mean? What is the difference between Kedusha Shabbos, Kedusha Yom Says the Tosfos, Shabi Yom Shari Midi De Ochal Nefesh. That on Yom you can have Ochal Nefesh. Very good. Um, why is one more cut than the other? So we mentioned uh, yesterday, okay, not here in person, but on the chat. Um, one one very important difference is that Kedusha's Shabbos is Hashem is Mekadesh us, like he's a guest. Don't forget, Shabbos is a reflecting of Briasa Olam, the creation of the world. So that was already set in motion, right? It's Right, it's Zechel Amas That was set in motion by Karsh Baruch Hu. And so that Kedusha, uh, this was explained by the, by the Sfas Emes, uh, Arya Leibowitz explaining the Sfas Emes, which is that Shabbos, when Shabbos is over, this is going to blow your mind, Goran, so you ready? When Shabbos is over, it leaves you. Okay, we mentioned this on the chat yesterday. Uh, when Shabbos is over, it leaves you, and that's why we have Besamim, at Havdal of Shabbos. This is what the Sfas Emes says. But Yontiv, Klal Yisrael, are Mekadesh the Yom Tov. Why? Because they are, what? They have the Bezdin declaring Rosh Chodesh, and therefore they're Kovea when Yontiv is. Right? Hashem's Kovea when Shabbos is. Right? Because he, that was established as Shashim Maaseh Rashis. But Yontiv, right, is HaChodesh HaZelachem. It's an expression of Klal Yisrael. So therefore, since that is what we are we are actually being Mekadosh the Yontiv, essentially. So therefore, we don't have Bissamim because the Neshama Yisera of Yontiv does not leave. Tosfos disagrees. Tosfos says maybe there is no Neshama Yisera on Yontiv. The, the Shaila is why don't we say Bissamim, Barimine Bissamim, at the Pesach Seder tonight, uh, this year, where, where it's Matzei Shabbos. So when, you, when, when it's Matzei Shabbos, we're not going to say Bissamim because from Shabbos to Yontiv, you don't say Bissamim. The question is, well, if there's a Neshama Yisera of Yontiv, so then why don't we say Bissamim at the end of Havdalah of, of a regular Yontav all the time? And the answer is because the Neshami is, according to Fasemes, the answer is because the Neshami Yaseir of Yontav doesn't leave because that comes from within us. 
So anything that comes from within Yugorano, it's a Muslim moment, that has lasting value. Now, unfortunately, one could say it fades, right? Because the Shami Yaseir eventually might fade, but since you know that's coming from within you, it should inspire you to hold on to that Neshama Yaseira for as much as possible. Exactly. That's the that's the terrors of the of the Tzvasemis. Yeah, that's what the Tzvasemis says. Isn't that amazing? Uh, now Tosfos has to give a different reason because Tosfos says, well, since we don't say Besamim uh, on Motzei Yontiv, it must be that there's no Yisshami say It must be a different reason. But the Tzvasemis really resonated. It was a beautiful idea. I mean, it had to have been a beautiful idea to make Rabari Leibowitz quote uh, Hasidish source. So, so in that religion, we got Yom Kippur is the top. Ah, oh, so how do you do it? No, Shabbos is the top. Even though it comes every week and you get used to it, look at how many Elios you have. On Yontav you have five, on Yom Kippur you have six, on Shabbos you have seven. Wow. So Shabbos is the top. We're, we're going to see what happens when, what happens, so this year we're going to do, right, Motzei Shabbos is going to be Yontav. What happens if you have Yontav on Erev Shabbos? So that, there it's a little bit different. Yontav on Erev Shabbos, are you even going to say Havdalah at all? No, you do not, right? You don't make Havdalah at all when, when Yontav is on Erev Shabbos because you're going up in Kedusha. Right? So it's only really when you're going down slightly in Kedusha that you even have to make a Savdala. So if you're going down so slightly that it's from Shabbos to Yantiv, then you say, Amavdil Kodesh Lakodesh. Right? But if you went, let's say, from Motzei Shabbos in the middle of, of Cholomoid, right? And then you're saying, Amavdil Kodesh Lakhol, even though it's Cholomoid, it's Yantiv. Okay. So now. So, so, so again, so the nafkamina between, says the Gemara Shmuel and the Pumidusai is our very Havdalah that we'll say this year at the Seder, the Chasminim be Kodesh the Kodesh. According to the Pumidusai, Lobai, Lemeimer, Ben Kedusha Shabbos, the Kedusha Shyam Tav Hivdalta. You don't have to say that extra insert that we say in Avdala because you've all, all you need to do is reflect the Psicha. And Shmuel, who holds, why it's flipped it, I don't know, but Shmuel, who holds that the body of the Avdala has to reflect the Chasima, as we explained, right? We say Ben Kodesh Kodesh, and therefore we have to have that extra insert in the Avdala as we do. Good. So now, 13 lines down, the Gemara says, Gufa, Ama Rabbi Elazar, Ama Rabbi Oshaya. So this is what we were talking about before, that if you have, that you shouldn't have less than three such distinctions when you're making the Avdala in the body of that bracha. You, should, you shouldn't uh, mention less than three uh, distinctions from the Torah. And if you want to say extra ones, you shouldn't add more than Sheva, uh, more than seven. Okay, we're going to talk about a little bit with the structure of brachas, long conversation with my my buddy, David Palmer and Birnbaum, we had a three-way call about this topic of the personalization and customization of brachas. We don't really customize brachas. Uh, we, we, we go by the sitter. But there, it's, it's implied, and he was bringing many sources, was David, uh, that there were really some customization uh, back in, in these days uh, to some of these brachas. And some of that is reflected over here, right? You're making havdalah. And so some people... Right, had a, a different nuschos, a different minhagim, or it was sort of, it looked like it was sort of like choose your own adventure when it came to the number of brachos that you, or, or distinctions that you make in the body of the bracha here of Havdalah. 
And so it was just a parameter of don't do less than three, don't do more than seven. Let's see. Mesve. Now we're going to have some, some brysa that seems to contradict this less than three, more than seven, as follows. Says the brysa, Omer Havdalah has been Motzei Shabbosah. So just like we'll do this here. Let's say you're making Havdalah on Motzei Shabbos. Well, really what we do every Motzei Shabbos. Over Motzei Yomim Tovim. Over Motzei Yom HaKippurim. Over Motzei Shabbos LeYantiv. Over Motzei Yantiv LeCholah Shomoed. So in all of those cases, you make Havdalah. So this is what we were talking about before. But the Bryce says, This is what we just mentioned. That when you have, not, not like we have this year where the Seder is on Motzei Shabbos, but what, let's say you had Yantiv on Erev Shabbos. So you do not make, this is the Bryce, this is the source. You do not make a Havdalah on Motzei Yantiv leading into Shabbos. This is what we were talking about before. That's what Rashbam says. What is the, what is the reason? You love this. We, we already mentioned this before. It, it bears repeating. You understand, Goranowitz? If you have a king coming, but the duke, but you're having the duke over for Yantiv, and the duke is leaving, but the king is coming, the Shabbos queen is coming, so then who cares about the duke? You drop everything and you get totally consumed with the fact that the king is coming. That is reflective of the fact that the Kedusha of Shabbos is greater than the Kedusha of Yantiv. And it's so overwhelming that you're not going to sit there and make a big ceremony out of the conclusion of Yantiv because you're preoccupied with the inception of Shabbos. Wow. Okay. So that's the, that, that's a, so that, that, that illustrates when we make the Havdalah. I've got a good question. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what you're saying. Right. So, 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 so what Goranowitz is, is, is pointing out is that you would think that that which is more important, usually the, the, the biggest occasions, the, the most outstanding um, simchas are, are, are things which are rare. But we have a rare gift that every day is special. Every neshima, right? Every breath that we take is special. And yes, in, you're, you're, you're processing this idea now. It's a very important idea to internalize, which is that the holiest day comes not just once in a blue, but every single week we have that opportunity. Uh, since we're doing this on an Arab Shabbos, it's certainly getting us in the mood. It's Goranowitz Musr moment. Uh, you have to, you have to realize the importance of the day. Even though it comes so frequently, once a week, it is in fact the holiest day of the year all the time. I think so. I think it is an important question, and I think that that's an important concept to appreciate. Yes. All right. Yeah, Kalman, yeah. You're really inspired by Kalman today. Now, thank you, for, by the way, Kalman. They call me Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> trigger. He's triggering all your great questions. Yeah. Yeah, Trigger was his... Okay, now. Okay. When, so now we have to finish the Brysa here. Uh, don't worry, Andrew, I... I see you fidgeting. We're going to finish the daf. Don't worry. Uh, I can't say I know what I'm doing, but I think I know what I'm doing over here. What's this? Ah. So this is the end of the b'risa. The b'risa initially said when we make Havdalah. The, the conclusion of that b'risa that we're quoting is a kasha on our parameters because our parameters were you shouldn't say less than three brachas, you shouldn't say more than seven. And the Bryce's conclusion over here is that if a person really knows what he's doing, knows his stuff, knows all the different uh, psukim and all the sources for the different kind of avdalas, 
Let him, let him, uh, let him pour it on. Let him say a lot. But if he wants to keep it simple, Omer Achas. You could say just one. Well, that, in fact, is, uh, Contradiction to Ravoshia's idea that there's, there's a three, there's a three concept minimum, right? What do you mean you say only one? We said, Ravoshia said, don't say less than three, don't say more than seven. So how is, how are we saying that a person who's anorugil can only say one? That is in fact less than three. Aha. Uh-huh. Says the Gemara Tanahi. That's actually a machlokas Tanaim. Ravoshia's view was reflecting a, a Shitas Tanaim. And this price is reflecting a different Shitas Tanaim. How so? The Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Bnan Shel Kedoshim, Oimer Achas, Venohogu Am Lomar Shalosh. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan said that there was a certain Tana. There was a certain Tana who used to say just one, and yet most of the population said Shalosh. So Rabbi Yochanan himself had already stated that this was a Tanaic right dispute. You could say. Right, where one Tana said one, and that's the Brisa, that's what the Brisa reflects. And Rabosha is reflecting the general practice, which was to say at least three. Now, who is this aforementioned Tana? Says the Gemara, my new Bnanshil Kadoshim, with this special sort of moniker of the Son of Holy. What, what is all this? So says the Gemara, Rabbi Nachem by Simai, that was the Bnanshil Kadoshim. Vamai Karole Bnanshil Kadoshim. Why do they call him the Son of Kadoshim? He say the lo yistakel betzurasa dezuza, because he would never look upon the image of a coin. So there's two different uh, explanations here. The most common, the Rashbam people assume, oh, don't look at the image of the coin. That's an avodazara issue. Right? You look at avodazara and you see you're not supposed to have the images. You understand this idea of graven images, and he didn't look at graven images. Now the kasha there would be, what does that make him so kadosh? That's straight up avodazara. So, so you could say, well, even though it's a Vodazara, he, it's not just that he didn't take it seriously. He didn't even, he, like, he wouldn't even, he would figure out a way to have Shmira Sanaim, right? To not even look in the direction of the Vodazara. That is something that is truly, uh, reflective of Kadosh, right? Of Kadusha, a person who's able to really control himself to that level. Another shot, and the art scroll already brings it down, is the idea that the Tsurasa de Zuza, that he, he wasn't so, Consumed with money, right? Lo yistakel betzurasa dezuza is like is similar to like he didn't care what kind of car anybody drives, right? He doesn't want to know. It doesn't doesn't mean anything to him. So it makes him kaddish because he's not moved by money. Uh, that too is is rare, and so that makes him kaddish. So again, even though the money makes the world go round in a lot of ways, etc., but and and everybody has to uh, have it in order to right to to survive. Some people are kaddish in the sense that it really doesn't mean anything. It's really just uh, a means to an end, and other people are, are more drawn to it. So whether it's a vodazar or it's money, Manachem Bar Simai was not drawn to that. Now, by the way, there's a giant discussion over here uh, about, oh, we'll see about Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. We're going to get to that in a second. Okay, so he says like this. Shalach Lev of Shmuel Bar Idi. Okay, so now... Back to the discussion of the different, of the different body of the text of Havdalah. So in addition to this Menachem Bar Simai, who is the Kadosh, right, there's also Hananya, okay, and he also said only one. Okay, fine. So the Gemara adds to that, right, that's not, the Lacha is not like him. Okay, so now in the middle of the page on Kavdalah and Aleph, we're going to get through the seven brachos that we say, uh, that we could say in Havdalah. And it says like this, Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Hamavdil tzarch shiyom ar me'ein havdalos ha'muros b'Torah. 
a person who makes Havdalah has to mention, right, when you're making Havdalah, right? So, as we said, in the body of the text, you're making distinctions, right? You're saying between Kodesh Lachol, Ben Or Lachoshech, but you can't just go on ahead and make distinctions with everything. You're not going to say between Pepsi and Coke, between, you know what I mean? Like, you can't start talking about all kinds of things that are different. That is not appropriate. You have to actually make mentions of things where separation is mentioned in the Torah itself. So I'm just remembering, because I was listening to Rabbi Leibowitz, this, I think he was saying with regards to Rabbi Shuman Levi, over here, it just shows you the, the incredible, um, depth that, you know, that you can go to in these things. There's a huge discussion as to whether he's a Tana or an Amora in this case, based off of this. Okay, anyway. So, uh, he's mentioned Mishnah. It's actually a machlokas. Lest you think that this is a small issue, it's like a straight up machlokas Rashi Rambam. <laughs> the Rishiv and Levi is mentioned in, in the Mishnayas, I think. I, I, this is this is what I uh, recall from Ari Leibowitz. But anyways, um, it's not for now. Well, let's let's go back into the Gemara. So Meisve. So this, do we need to actually mention what's in the Torah? So says the Gemara as follows: Seder Havdalos Eich. What would be? Um, what would be the seder of, of the different havdalas that you say in the body of the havdalah? As follows: Omer Hamavli Mekodesh Lachol. We're familiar with this, okay? Ben Or Lachoshech. So Ben Kodesh Lachol is in fact a pasuk in, in Sefer Vayikra, and Ben Or Lachoshech is certainly a pasuk you might recall from the fourth pasuk of the Torah in Sefer Brachos. Ben Yisrael Laamim is also. And I made you right, and I made you a separate nation. Separation is mentioned in Sefer Vayikra. Right, so then that that would be part two. Well, Vinyomashvili Sheshimamasa is actually not mentioned explicitly. Obviously, it's alluded to because in Bracious we talk about the Yomashvi, but let's go back to that one later. That or that is mentioned in the Torah, that there's a distinction. Ben Hayom Ben Mayim Lelyonim Lemayim Atachtoinim Ben Kohanim Lelvim Beisraelim Vechoisim Beseder Brachus. Okay, okay. So now it's like this. Notice that we have most of these either in Vayikra, where we're basically saying, in Sefer Vayikra, we're saying basically that you should be like a separate nation, right? An Am Kadosh, right? Kadoshim Tiyu, as it were, and. Basically, the different things that were separated in Sheshes Mebrachus, right? Sheshes Mebrachus between Or and Choshech and Yam and, and Harava and all these things. So, this is basically the examples in the Torah of things that were separated. So, this, uh, list, this exhaustive list has like eight examples and the issue is this is eight and not seven. So, let's see. So at the end over here, we said, that you finish with saying, because the, that shita says, which is not what we hold, but the Rashbam explains, what does he mean, he says, according to this shita, the end of Havdalah should be, right, okay, that's not how we finish, fine. Because they were saying, that's the chasima, that is the actual theme of, of uh, Havdalah. Okay, and I'll say, which we don't hold either. And Okay, now we do have in Kiddush, Mekadesh Yisrael Vazmanim. We have in, in, in Haftarah, Mekadesh Yisrael Vazmanim. But we don't have, right, we don't have this Mekadesh Yisrael in Havdalah. So this was a Brisa, right, and this is, this is a Tanaic source for all of this. So the Gemara now says, with regards to this Brisa, the Im Isa, Right now, if we are in fact 
um, going to mention only, we're going to only mention these separations in the Torah. So the list happened to have had eight, eight, eight references if you're counting. So he says like this, okay, so if we're limited to only things, remember the Gemara says you're limited to only things that are mentioned in the Torah. Says the Gemara, if that's true, then habain hayam lecharava lokseivah It happens to be, there was no such thing as bain hayam lecharava. It's not actually explicitly said that the word separation does not appear in that context, even though it's obvious when you read the Maestabratius that there was dry land and yam created. It doesn't say hamavdil bain hayam lecharava in the Torah, and therefore that one we have to take off of the counting. Okay, so that should be good. So we say, no, wait a minute. So he says, okay, says the Gemara, fine. So take away and the truth is that should be good because then you'll be down to seven. But the problem is if you're going to take away says the Gemara, then the problem is even though it's, that is in fact alluded to in the actual, right, in the actual Torah, it's in fact, uh, and it's just similar to the conclusion of the, of, right, the bracha, and as such, that also can't be counted amongst the seven, and then, says the Gemara, so now we're falling one short, because we don't have actual seven separate Right, uh, clauses, as it were, mentioned in the body of the bracha, and now we don't have the right amount. So, to which the Gemara answers that no, the Gemara gets us back to seven and follow, as follows, because it says one of the things before that we thought was really one is really counted as two separate clauses, as follows. Amri, you should say, no, this is how we, this is how we come up back up to seven, right? We had eight, we got knocked down to six, now we're gonna go back to seven as follows. Kohanim, Levim, Visraim, Tremilin, Inhu. When we say he's data, right, between the Quranim, Levim, and the Israelim, right, when the Psukim point out, right, to separate between them, so then in those Psukim, you should know that it's actually, right, it's actually two separate separations as follows. Says the Gemara. Bein Levim, Israelim, Dixiv Ba'es Hahi Hivdil Hashem as Shevet Halevi. At Shevet Halevi. That the Shevet Levi was separated out from Klal Yisrael, and being Kohanim Levim, Tichsev Bnei Amram Aaron Umoshe, Ve'ibadel Aaron Akdisha Kodesh Kadashim. So you see, Ve'ibadel. So the word Hivdil and Ve'ibadel appears in two separate contexts. One, to separate out the Levim from the rest of Klal Yisrael, and the other to separate out the Kohanim from the Shevet Levi. This is significant for me, obviously. As a Levi, it's nice to know um, to be recognized that even though I'm, we're not Kohanim, to be recognized as separated out from Israel, at least. So it's actually two levels of separation, and then because those are two separate Havdalas, we go back up from six to seven, and we have our count of seven. Yeah, the Bechors, they were good for a while, but then with Chet HaEgel, which we read of this week's Parsha, Calendrical Coincidence, um, you guys kind of got knocked down. We'll get you back, don't worry. This year we have a Shiloh whether you fast, right? Because Erev Pesach is Shabbos. Some people fast on Thursday, some don't. Okay. Because you can't do it on Erev Shabbos. Okay. Now. Uh, good. Five lines up now. So we talked about different chasimas for Havdalah. So let's see. What were the different chasimas? So says the Gemara. My, Michtam, my Chatim. So at the end of the day, what should the chasim in fact be? So Rav Amar Mekadesh Yisrael. Okay, that was Shitas Rav. 
Uh, looks like we're going with Shmuel here. Ma'avdi Makar Shlachos, the Chasima. Now, light ala Abaye, they say Rav Yosef, Rav. This is a very strong reaction. Abaye, and some say Rav Yosef was Abaye's Rebbe, they would curse, literally curse, a person who did the Chasima of Avdallah as Mekadesh Yisrael. Now, why would that be deserving of a curse? I mean, I understand, you know, there's two different shitas, but like, well, what is so terrible? Um, okay, so then the Brisa says, so, so one, so, so, Rabbi Leibowitz made some <coughs> suggestions, um, that it could be that what you're trying to do is when you say Mekadesh Yisrael, as Shabbos is leaving, it's a very inappropriate time to bring up the Kedusha of Klal Yisrael because it's disrespectful to Kadosh Baruch Hu, and it might even tie into what we were saying earlier in the name of the Sfas that we were saying, and, and Ari Libritz even brought it up again, this idea that Mekadesh Yisrael, that Kadosh Baruch Hu gives us the power right to be Mekadesh Yantiv. So that is, that is truly a, an incredible gift. However, Shabbos is a separate gift. Shabbos is literally bracious, right? It's it's a gift from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So to mention Mekadesh Yisrael when Shabbos is leaving is sort of like missing the boat. It's missing the point of Shabbos in a sense. And that certainly is not what we want to do. We do not want to miss the point of Shabbos and think that it's about us, about Kaddish Yisrael. Shabbos and Avdallah is really about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And therefore, right, Hamavdim and Kaddish Lachol is appropriate. Why Rav said Mekadesh Israel is a different issue, but be that as it may, Abaye and Rav Yosef pointed out that that was not appropriate. Okay, so now, Tanah Mishmei the Rav Shur ben Chananya says the Gemara called Chosim Mekadesh Israel v'Amavdim and Kodesh Lachol Marichan lo Yama v'Shnosav. Right, Rav Shur ben Chananya thought that was a good thing that if you could make mention both themes at Avdala, that would be even better. Mekadesh Israel and Amavdim and Kodesh Lachol, you're going to be what blessed with. Arichos Yamim, as we turn to Kavdalim and Beis, Beleis Hilchasekavasei, what we already know, that as beautiful as he thinks that that is, and that it's going to lead to Arichos Yamim, we don't paskin like that. Okay. So now, now we're going to talk story time. Ula Iklod Pumpadisa. Ula was coming to the fabled city of Pumpadisa, the famous city with the yeshiva. We already talk, referred to the Pumpadisai, the, the, that they had in Machokos Shmuel. A lot of learning going over there. Amalei Rav Yehuda Rav Yitzchak Berei. So Rav Yehuda, who was the Rosh Yeshiva, right, of the Yeshiva in Pumpadisa, he heard that the big Gadol was coming to town. So he says to his son, Rav Yitzchak, Zil Amtele Kalkala de Peire, go bring him a welcome basket of fruit, and time it, Right, was, everything was with a cheshbon. You want to learn something from this guy. We want to see what he has to say. We want to see when, when he, what he has to offer. Right, so it's an opportunity to interact and to see and, and, to, and to taste. Um, you know what what the Torah of the of this uh, incredibly hush of newcomer that came. I remember when Ravad Yosef came to Yeshiva University. So he was. They said they had a whole meeting and they sat down and they had the whole discussion about different things. And sometimes when somebody's coming from somewhere else. He, you know, you, you get a different perspective, fresh perspective, and you get to see what their mindset is. You know, even though you can read the Sarm, there's nothing, you, you can't compare it to personal interaction. And then I remember he gave a, uh, the Ravad Yosef spoke in the auditorium and gave a whole sheer for like an hour about the, the, um, the issue of Karaim, that we should really be careful about Karaim. Like, like just, he was very worked up about the Karaim. I was like, there's still Karaim? 
I didn't know that Stukim still existed. Anyway, he was really worked up about it. Anyway. Were you what? Were you yeah. Okay. And it must have been like 1990-ish. Oh, okay. Anyway, so. Where they live the Karaites? I guess there's some Karaites in, uh, in Israel somewhere. Because that, yeah. So there's a Stukim in Israel. So, right? So when you're in Washington Heights, like, who see, like, where the... Like, who has time to be at Tzaduki these days? You know what I mean? Like, why be at Tzaduki when there's Instagram? Oh, yeah? So all you have to do if you want to show up the Karaites is eat cholent. You know that, right? Yeah. Jews eat cholent because, because the Karaites, they, they think it they, very literally. They can't have hot food. Whatever. Anyway. So, zil amte the pay. Vechazei hechi avdil. Oh. So, okay, so a visitor is coming to town to Pumpadisa, give him a fruit basket. He can't eat before Havdalah. That's tomorrow's daf. But anyway, he can't eat before Havdalah. And let's see, this is for sure he's going to want to eat the fruit basket. And just watch how he gives, he says Havdalah. I want to hear, because as we see already in our Gemara, it's a big hawk, right? It's a lot of discussion how you make what the Chasima is. Okay, so Lo Azo, you know, he didn't go. I mean, he sent somebody, uh, but, you know, he wasn't down. He was, so he was busy or whatever. So So he sent Abaye instead. He sent Abaye to go find out. He wasn't that bad. He wanted to fulfill his father's wishes. Sends Abaye. He also Abaye, we'll see. He, the Rabbi Yitzchak is going to be reprimanded for the fact that he didn't take the, right, the Kibbutz Avayim himself and take the advantage of the opportunity. But Abaye did. He also Abaye, when Abaye came back, so Rabbi Yitzchak said to him, Hechi Amar, what did Ula say? So Amalei, this was the entire text of the Havdalah. I'm sitting there waiting for the big Havdalah and all of a sudden I, I see that Ula says the following. Baruch HaMavdi Mekosh Vachol. Bang. The whole thing. That's the whole Havdalah. Baruch HaMavdi Mekosh Vachol Amar Vesu That's all he said. Uh-oh. So that's all he said. That's amazing. Okay. So then, right, that's like what you say if you have to do Malacha, right? Like before... Before you even make Havdalah. Anyway, that's all he said. So, also the Kamei Davua. So, if Yitzchak then had to go report to his father. So, Amar Le, the father asked him, Hey, Amar, what did Ula say? So, if Yitzchak, in, at the very least, give him credit for his honesty, response, Amar Le, Ana Lo Azli, Ana, I myself did not go. Shadri Selei Abaye, I sent Abaye, Amar Le, so he gave a, you know, a accurate account of what happened. I sent Abaye, Abaye came back, and Abaye said, Amavdim and Kodeshlachal. That's in fact what Ula said. So, Amar Le, so uh, let's not focus on the fact that he just said Amavdim Makosh Vachol for a second. Let's focus on the fact that Rabbi Yitzchak didn't go himself and said Abaye. So Rabbi Yehuda said to his son, Rav Demar, Ruse Demar, that your, your basically your arrogance, Garmale Lamar, the Lotemashmaite Mipume, because you were sort of like a fat cat, uh, arrogant, you thought like you had your own agenda and you thought that like you're going to do something that was more important than following my. Um, instructions to go to Ula yourself, now as, I guess, a consequence, right, a sort of punishment consequence, this memra will not be said in your name, right? This memra that you were able to say, that Ula said, Amavdim will never be in your name. Okay. So that is, uh, that's, a, that's the Garano, that is, right, the Garano, it's Musa moment, again, that he's saying to his son, that if you have an opportunity, seize the opportunity to do the mitzvah begufa, right? To do the mitzvah yourself, he could have gotten, um, what could have been more important than doing A, kibbutz aim 
and which he kind of did by setting a shliach, but A, kibbutz and B, having this interaction with Ula. Sometimes we think that we get caught up in the things that we think that are important, when, when really there are other things that could be more so. Okay. Right, you have to you have to know how to be mavdil and kosh lachol to be mavdil between the things that are important. Very good comment, shkach. Right, mavdil between the things that are truly important and the things that we, you tend to gravitate towards thinking are important. You got to keep yourself in check. Maybe that's why it's every week, Karanowitz. Every week, it's not just the Shabbos experience; it's also the Havdalah experience. Just understanding the difference, you really need to recharge every week to keep your eye on the ball in order to be. Able to be mavdil b'kosh l'chol during the actual week, not just at Avdala. Okay. Beautiful idea. Thanks, Common. Common. Yeah, Common is bringing the heat today. Okay. Yeah, he's trigger. <laughs> Common. Okay. Meisve. Uh, fine. So now, let's go back to this Avdala. So Ula said, Baruch HaMavdil b'kosh l'chol. How could you do that? First of all, we said before, and this is how we started this year, and this is how we're going to end this year. We're going to have a psicha and a chasima that are going to be the same. So what I did there? The psicha and the chasima are both going to discuss what the structure of these brichas shevech vada is. You have, you have a beginning and an end and a body in the middle. Well, certainly Ula didn't do that. He just said, Baruch HaMavdim What kind of bracha is this? Says the Gemara. Meisve. We have a brisa that says, Kol ha-brachos kulan poseach b'baruch v'chosen b'baruch. Whenever you have a bracha, you always have a psicha and a chasima. That's the matbeah of, right, the antshiktesis agadola. That's Chazal's formula for how you make a bracha. Chutzmi, and then we're going to have a list of all the brachas that are not like that. But the truth is, that's the default. That's how the stru- brachas are supposed to be structured. Except, mibirchas mitzvah, birchas apera. So we already explained. Birchas mitzvah and birchas nenin. Those are, right, you say the bracha and bang, you do the maisa, and then, of course, uh, so that doesn't have beginning and end in the body and all that because that's just like an intro to what you're doing. Fine. That's one exception. Second exception, ubracha smucha lechaverto. Aha. Blessings that are in series. So a classic example would be Shemonesrei. Shemonesrei, you say the bracha, brachat Hashem, right in the beginning. Brachat Hashem, so that's the beginning. And then every other bracha doesn't have a, 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 um, Tchala, uh, right? Doesn't have um, the intro. It just has the chasima. Okay, but that's because it's smucha to the one before it. So that's just the way Chazal drew it up. That if you have something smucha to the one before it, that's okay. Okay, uvracha achrona shema. Okay, so when you have that's a unique bracha. The bracha after kriyashma doesn't start with baruch Hashem, but it follows kriyashma. Okay, and then it says sheishma and posach bebaruch ve'ein chosim bebaruch. And then also there's some brachas that be, have a, a, a psicha, but they don't have a chasima. And there's some that have the chasima, but don't have the psicha of Baruchat Hashem. Okay, and then the b'risa concludes, and the b'risa says, And the bracha of hatova v'ametiv in benching, right, starts with baruch, but it actually does not end with Baruch. So it says, as we arrive at Kufayim at Aleph, it says, Kasha Ula. This is difficult for Ula. Why? Because Ula is saying a bracha. This is a birchas shevach. This is not a birchas mitzvah, really. It's not a birchas nenin. It's not a birchas peros. It's not one of the exceptions mentioned in the Brisa, right? It's not Hatova Metiv. It's not, right, um, 
It's not the bracha after Kriyashma, it's not a bracha smucha lechaverta, it's a standalone bracha. And yet, he's just said, no psicha, no chasima, just bracha mavdim al-kodesh So to that, what would Ula respond? Amalach Ula says the Gemara, hai nami kevirchas mitzvah damya. That you made the erroneous assumption that Dal is not a birchas mitzvah, but however, this does essentially have the elements of birchas mitzvah. How so? Says the Gemara, birchas mitzvah my taima. Why do you only say one bracha when you say birchas mitzvah? Asher kishon mitzvah right? Um, whatever, al natilas yadaim, lulav, whatever, leishiv besuka. Why? Mishum dehodahi. Interesting. This is like a. This is, you could spend three months on the lumdus, by the way, and the structure of all these brachas. That the idea is that the birchas mitzvah is a birchas adah. Well, some, we have some, um, some who would say that, wait a minute, there's such major distinctions between birchas shevach adah, birchas mitzvah, but he's saying that even a birchas ha mitzvah is a birchas adah. So he says, hanami hodahi. That since this is a birchas adah, okay, so you don't really need for birchas adah, you don't always need, you're making a hodah, and since you, it's, it's a birchas hodah, it's like a birchas mitzvah. You could say a birchas paris, then it's also hodah. So what does Ula really mean? I mean, when he says that this is like a birchas mitzvah, and therefore you only have to say that one, that one thing is in itself a fascinating, uh, topic of discussion. But since we have only a few minutes left, I'd like to devote those few minutes to just point out that there's so many, um, so many other things to learn over here with regards to the structure of the bracha. We talked about bracha smucha lechaverta and all the different brachas that exist. If you look at the list, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, Tosvos on Kuftaladam and Beis goes through giant examples, right? Chutzmi bracha smucha lechaverta, for example. So the Sheva brachas is a, is a great example of where if you, if you go to Sheva brachas and you pass the coast around, you'll notice some of them says, bracha ta Hashem adam. And then all of a sudden a guy comes in, like some of it starts with the bracha, some of it doesn't start with the bracha. So that, um, you have Rishonim, Achronim, all over the map explaining why, why you do and don't for certain things. Um, uh, when you talk about calendrical coincidence, the Megillah, certainly, the brachas that we, that we say in Megillah, why, if it's a smucha lechavrta, why it would have a psicha. So it also goes through examples of brachas smucha lechavrta that do have psicha, brachas that are not smucha lechavrta that don't have psicha. What about, what about the idea of tefillah sadarach? Tefillah Sederach points out, or Elakai Neshama, when you start in the day. So they say, okay, Elakai Neshama is an extension of the other, of, of the bracha that you said before, Tosva says, because, because maybe it's an extension of another bracha. Tefillah Sederach, there's a famous Maram in Rottenberg, who says maybe you should make, uh, Mizonos before you say Tefillah Sederach, because there's no psicha to it, and it doesn't seem to follow necessarily, Rove, uh, uh, rove of the understandings have to do with the fact that really that would not even be because it's two different themes and maybe it wouldn't work at all but be that as it may Maram Rottenberg certainly a, a source that you have to respect uh, when it comes to that and and therefore all of these discussions including Halal and Leil Pesach right when you have when you say Halal typically you say a bracha but Leil Pesach and the Seder you don't say a bracha so all of these examples of bracha smuchalachavrta would be fertile uh, fertile grounds for Iyun may we be zochet to understand all the brachas and may our life be filled with uh, bracha and mazel and health and may we have a good Shabbos Amen.
You still got it in here. Every day, every day you've been praying. Chaim Shechter. <laughs>